0: Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up.
1: It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders Post Game Edition. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeaways post-game edition podcast here for Vegas Nation. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, joined with Ed Graney in the wee hours of our night here in Kansas City. Uh, the Review Journal sports columnist Ed Graney is going to be joining me here to break down the Raiders' 30-27 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody now, if you're about to sit open, uh, sit back and listen to this podcast, make sure to grab a nice tall can. Of Liquid Death. Uh, we are brought to you by Liquid Death. And the tall boy cans that Liquid Death has are unlike any other. They're aluminum. They look like a beer when you're having it. Check those out. You can pick them up at any of your local Smiths or even Sprouts. Look all around at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation to find out where to pick up your Liquid Death. And we're also brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. All right, Ed. Let's get into it right now. The Raiders lose by one point. In the fourth quarter, obviously, there's a big call to make by head coach Josh McDaniels. Go for two, put the game away, or kick the extra point after, Adams, uh, after a long Devontae Adams touchdown. Josh McDaniels makes the call to go for two. They don't convert. What did you make of the call?
0: Yeah, I think there's like 434 left at that point. It's 30-29. to 29. I'm all for it. I think it's a really good call. I think you... You're going to have to stop the Chiefs anyway. So it doesn't really matter what happens on the two point conversion or not because you're going to have to stop them um, from going and kicking a field goal or lining up for a game winner. Um, I just like being aggressive there. I like making the Chiefs play from behind. Um, This is not a team you want to play from behind, uh, uh, you know, from. You want them to play from behind you. And I thought they had the right call. And Josh Jacobs, who would rush for um, a career high. Over 150 yards tonight after going for 144 career high last week. You know, he he nearly gets in. Some people thought he got in. Uh, the referees didn't agree. But I don't mind the call at all. I think when the Raiders come here, they have to be aggressive. They have to be a little desperate. They're 1-3. and three, And I don't know if you can play the Chiefs straight up and absolutely win over four quarters. Now, they did have a 17-0 lead that they blew all of. But um, I don't know if you can play them straight up for four quarters and expect to win. So you have to take some chances. They took chance on fourth and one earlier in the game when he hit Adams for the long touchdown. Uh, they threw the bomb on third and six uh, when they hit Adams for a touchdown. And they went for it with a two-point conversion. So I don't mind being aggressive. I don't think you can beat these guys without being aggressive.
1: Right, and to that, I think that the Raiders' offense continued to uh, pound the rock, like you mentioned, with Josh Jacobs, 21 to 100, uh, 21 attempts, 154 yards, definitely uh, continuing to push. The run, and I think that that's been very key and important uh, in these games that are close. Of course, in the locker room afterwards, uh, we talked to some of the players. Uh, as you know, Devontae Adams, I'm sure most people have seen this by now, in frustration, went and pushed a, uh, what I found out later was an ESPN Steadicam operator who was in the way as he was coming off the field. What did you make of Devontae Adams' actions, Ed?
0: Well, he shouldn't have done it. Now, I I just saw the clip. The young man was running not towards Devontae, but in front of his path, mm-hmm. um, blocked his path. I don't think the photographer is supposed to be in that no. line of path. Doesn't excuse Devontae Adams. You don't push someone out of frustration. He did apologize profusely afterwards. He put out an apology on Twitter. I think it should end there. And uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's. He's frustrated. It does not excuse him. You don't push anyone, but. The, the the person's not supposed to be there. You're running off the field. You're trying to sprint off the field. He comes in front of you, and it's a reaction to Devontae Adams. It should not happen, but I think it should end there.
1: Okay. Do you think they'll take any action in the NFL? Will he get fined for this? Well, he could
0: get fined for it for sure. Um, and I think that that's completely fair. I think it's completely fair if he gets fined for it. I don't know if there's any action beyond that. I don't know if the photographer takes action, that would surprise me a bit if ESPN, because he would be representing ESPN, would take action in that sense.
1: What did you make of the comeback mounting? You know, the Raiders were up at 1.17 to nothing, and then the Chiefs start mounting their comeback in the second quarter – what did you make there of what happened? Was it a defensive breakdown? Was it just Patrick Mahomes is doing Patrick Mahomes things? What, what started causing the, the comeback here for the Chiefs?
0: I think it was a combination of both. I think Pat Mahomes is not going to be held down. He and Travis Kelsey had a great night. Kelsey, all those touchdowns. Um, and I think eventually you're, he's just going to start making plays. You know, you could be the best defensive in the league, and he's going to start making plays against you. So, you know, I thought Chandler Jones – probably played his best game as a raider. I thought Max Crosby had another great game. Um, you know, it's hard covering those guys in the back end. One thing Patrick Mahomes has shown this year is he's much like Tom Brady. It doesn't matter who his receivers are, he's going to make them look good. Uh lost Tyreek Hill, off, you know, got tr- Tyreek Hill was traded in March to the Dolphins. Everyone said, "Oh, it's, you know, Pat Mahomes is going to take a step back." Well, he's 4 and 1, and he's not taking a step back. He's now 8 and 1 against the Raiders as a starter. So, I think it was a combination of both. You're never going to hold Pat Mahomes down for very long. And I think the Raiders on the back end, you know, got beat on some Kelsey routes and some other routes.
1: Right. Uh, There was another play called in, I believe, the first half of the game where Derek Carr was apparently sacked by uh, Chris Jones. But later it was called roughing the passer. We saw that earlier in the week on Sunday with Tom Brady and the Falcons. What did you make of this one? Did the refs get it right? Because the Chiefs fans were absolutely fired up after that call. I
0: thought it was atrocious. Put flags on him if you're going to call this stuff. Um, I just Derek was actually fumbling the ball. By the way, uh, he was actually losing the ball. And you know, it's I'll put it this way: when a, when a referee has to explain himself in ten paragraphs to an answer after a game, then he knows he made the wrong call. Uh, the answer back from the pool reporter were about six or seven paragraphs about why he called and the weight on Derek and coming down with the weight on him. Look. I'm all for protecting people. I know we have a big discussion with concussions now and with Tua and everyone else like that. Everyone's going to the protocol, which they should if they get a hit to the head. I get all that. But this is the NFL, and it's football, and I think we're taking a too, too many steps uh, backwards in terms of trying to go out of their ways to completely protect everyone. It's a really violent sport. These guys know it when they play it. And if that Tom Brady was a roughing, and if tonight was a roughing, then I don't even know what football is anymore.
1: And when we come back, we'll talk more about the Raiders' 30-29 to loss here to the Kansas City Chiefs from Kansas City.
0: We had a play that we felt really good about. We thought we would get a look that gave us a shot at it for sure. Uh, we had a chance. We had a fair fight at it. You know, they played it a little bit better than we did, and uh, gave ourselves an opportunity to take the lead there. And you know, and then maybe put a little extra pressure on them when they had the ball. You know, nothing more, nothing less. Just trying to be aggressive, trying to win the game. And I know it was four and a half or whatever the time was, but uh, just you know, our team felt good about it, um, and just you know, felt like that was the right call at the right time.
1: you may start noticing there are strange Tallboys of beer located in the bottled water section of your local store. Well, I tell you what, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, because it'll brutally murder your thirst and their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping to bring death the plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw that the Las Vegas Review Journal is carrying Liquid Death in their vending machine. So I sat there wondering while I was eating my chicken pot pie if I cracked one open that it would fake out my coworkers and make them think I was actually drinking a nice icy cold tall boy beer with lunch. Go get Liquid Death now at your local Smiths, Walmart, Sprouts, and Terrible stores or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeaf.com slash vegasnation. That's liquiddeathcom slash vegasnation. Welcome back to the post-game edition Vegas Nation podcast here. It's Ed Graney, our Review Journal sports columnist, and Heidi Fang. We're going through what went down with the Raiders' loss. Ed, you talked about injuries, things that happened to players. Darren Waller left this game. What do you know about... what? reason he left the game for and do you think it'll be something that lingers past the bye week
0: well, it's a hamstring, and we know that that's what he was slowed at uh, early in camp, right? Uh, that he missed a lot of time with the hamstring. Hamstrings can be tricky. Um, it obviously flared up on him pretty early because he was on the sideline very, very early in that game, and then he went in and you saw him come out in street clothes after halftime. So hamstrings are tricky, man. It's good that they have a bye, put it that way. If it's not serious, he might be able to come back after the bye, but with hamstrings, you just never know. So I think they're hoping it's a perfect time for Darren Waller to have a bye and to rest up and try to heal that thing.
1: When it comes to injuries, they- Nate Hobbs also left the field at one point and then later comes back with his left hand heavily casted. What did you make of that injury? Did you see what happened there with him? And, uh, like, I guess he's obviously playing through it, but it's kind of crazy that he left.
0: I didn't see him get hurt, but if he came back with a cast... um there's going to be, there's, I'm sure there's going to be X-rays, and if they put him back in, then obviously he could play with it. I don't think he you put him back in if he can't play with it. And maybe he's just taped up, and they'll X-ray it, and uh, we'll see tomorrow when Josh McDaniels goes over the injury report. But like I said, with whether it's with Nate or with Darren, all injuries with Foster uh, Morrow who missed another game with the knee, um, other guys are missing. This is a great time. It's not a great time when you're one and four because you probably want to, you know get back and try to win another game. But it's a good time to recharge the batteries, look at what's happened through these five games, and get guys healthy.
1: Something else I wanted to get your take on, because it was also in this fourth quarter, uh, late drive with the Raiders, and what um, caused the the Devontae Adams flare-up right after this play was that there was a collision between Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams on that fourth down play, What do you think happened there? Was there a breakdown? Was it Hunter Renfro coming into the wrong route? Was Devontae just not aware of where Hunter was? What what did you make of what unfolded there as they kind of collided on that fourth down play?
0: Well, let's say what it was. It was their last game of the the, the game for the Raiders, let's play for the Raiders, fourth and one. Um, I actually thought they should run Josh Jacobs and get a fresh set of downs. He had want he'd run for 150 plus, um, 47 seconds left. You could run him, get the fresh set of downs and spike the ball and still be getting closer to where you have a kicker who's made 38 straight kicks and Daniel Carlson, but they didn't, they went for it. And there was obviously a lack of communication between the two. I don't know who ran the wrong route. Somebody did. Cause obviously you're not going to have that kind of space, space uh, lack of space with the routes. Um, Um, But, yeah, it it was just another example of, you know, I think they coached and played a little desperate because I think that's how you have to be against the Chiefs, um, especially one and three. I think you have to take chances now. Was that the right chance to take? I'm not so sure, but they, they went for it again and they just didn't finish. They don't... They just don't execute when you have to execute. They just don't make the one play you have to make when it comes to winning the game, or at least they haven't so far. Um, they could reel off five or six straight wins, and you and I a month from now could be talking about a completely different team. <laughs> Who knows? Um, you know, the schedule softens for them here after the bye, but it's the NFL. There are twenty teams right now with records of three and two or two and three. That's a complete parity league, and and the teams that win get over that margin for error, and the Raiders cannot do that yet for the margin for error. They just can't make the play when it's needed most. So, We'll see what happens after the bye, but um, you know, for a lot of reasons, getting guys healthy, maybe going back to the drawing board, looking at everything they've done so far, it's probably a good spot for them to take a week off.
1: What have you made of, McDaniels? I know you do your grades reports after every game. What did you give the coach uh, as far as the grade for tonight?
0: Actually, given our deadline pressures, our colleague Sam Gordon did the grades tonight. I looked at them, and I think Sammy gave him a C. I... I agree with it. Um, I don't think he coached a bad game. Like I said, I'm going to go back to my original point. I think you had to be a little desperate at one and three. I think you had to do some things going forward on fourth down, throwing deep passes on third and six, going forward on the two point conversion. You're in a hostile environment, the loudest environment in the league. You're playing the best team in your division, one of the best teams in football. You've got to do a couple other things differently than you would against another opponent. So I thought McDaniels coached, you know, I, it, they didn't lose because of coaching.
1: Do, they, do you think they lost then? Uh, obviously, I think this is why they lost. Travis Kelsey getting in the end zone four times. Well, here's they what's crazy. To cover him. Yeah, here's what's crazy. He was targeted eight times, seven receptions, only 25 yards, yeah. four touchdowns. That's it. He was just the red zone man, automatic today. I mean, where was the coverage breakdown with Kelsey?
0: Uh, On the back end, I don't know who, I don't know if, you know, I can't remember every touchdown, so I know Deron Harmon had him one time. I think John Abram had another time. Uh, So it was a team effort in breaking down and not covering Hmm. him. Um, But that's why he's, you know, best best tight end in football.
1: Right. So as we finish up here and start looking through some of the numbers, um, with Divine Diablo making uh, the most tackles here, for this team on the final stat sheet uh Max Crosby had quite the day even though he didn't have the most tackles f- two sacks so uh three tackles for loss got to the quarterback a couple times uh you know Max Crosby despite all this you know baby talk yeah, being waiting man, and all of that of still, still played that. a huge game yeah he's yeah. talked about that a lot yeah, like it's, <laughs> people, it's, it's kind I didn't even want to ask him in the locker room today no he's,
0: it's it's been it's been talked about enough. He's having a child, good for them and his yeah. fiance and you know, the obviously you want the baby to be healthy and, and, and come on time and all that, but I think they gotta move on from this this narrative here and, you know, let the guy go home and um, she's close, so my guess is it'll be bor- born now during the bye week and yeah. he'll be able to be there for the birth, and good for him. But he's having a heck of a year. He's having an all pro year, had another great game tonight. Um, like I said, I thought Chandler Jones played really well tonight. Um, didn't get yeah. the sack, but had some tackles, had some pressures. Um, they just, you know, they looked at the end of the day, they lost to a better team. They lost to a better team 30-29. to 29. They had a chance there in the end. Um, it's all you can ask for when you come into Arrowhead. Um, I think people say, well, they blew a 17-0 lead. They did, and yet you knew you weren't keeping Mahomes down. So it wasn't – And know, he is a slow starter, A much typically. worse blown lead was 20 to nothing against Arizona. That mm-hmm. was a much worse blown lead. And I know Kylan went crazy in the second half. But if you told me, like, which lead made more sense, well, tonight's lead made more sense you'd blow because it's Pat Mahomes.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, once you finalize everything up, do you have anything that you think uh, that they'll try to do during this bye week? Well, obviously they're not practicing, but, I mean, just to reflect upon, to take in to their next week once they come out of the bye week?
0: No, I mean, I think they've got Houston out of the bye, which is a very winnable game. I think you just go back and you look at everything. You look at every tape, you look at every film. Um, you try to uh, get yourself you know refreshed and healthy and get these guys healthy and like I said the schedule softens for them I, I wasn't kidding with five or six straight wins I mean the team tonight can put that many wins together against the schedule that's coming up now again, it's the NFL and some of those are road games and you know you could lose those easily because it's on the road and it's in the NFL. Um, but yeah I just uh, I think they could reel off some wins now. Um and, you know, and, and maybe get to 500 or a game over 500. And then after that, you know, you just see where you're at. So I think it's a good time for the buy to come, you know, Here's the thing. When you're four and one, you don't want to buy because you're playing really well. When you're one and four, you want to keep playing to try to get win. So people never think buys come at great times, but they're going to say it does. I, get, I guarantee Josh McDaniels tomorrow will say the bikes come in at a great time because of injuries and everything. So you just have to take advantage of it. It is what it is.
1: Well, there you have it. Ed Graney, Heidi Fang, the Vegas Nation Takeaways Podcast Post Game Recap. We'll be back after the bye week with a new. Uh, the game post game uh, recap in the meantime make sure to check out all the articles that Ed, Vinny our other colleagues Sam Gordon Adam Hill are all putting out in print as well as online at VegasNation.com don't forget to hit subscribe and again thank you to our sponsor Liquid Death, you guys gotta check that out. They're the water fresh from the Alps that are available in aluminum tall boy cans. Fake people out, pick one up, make them think you're drinking a beer, have some fun with it. But that'll do it for us here tonight from Kansas City. Thank you everyone so much for listening.